All right, y'all, welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, me, myself, is always here. Sanders, got my boy Dupree yep, here with me. Yup, yup. What's going on? What's going on with it? Man, man, can't complain, bro. Just living another day. Really just, just going, just taking it one day at a time, man. That's all I can really do. Um, hope y'all been enjoying these NBA Finals. I mean... It's looking like it's about to. It's, it's looking like it's about to come to ends here soon. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll we'll have to see. But you know, still, still a lot of a lot of a lot of game left to be played. But you know, we don't know. But man, if you missed it, uh, Friday night was Game Four. Miami was trying to tie the series up at two. Denver was trying to take the three one lead. And of course, if you, I mean, if you don't know by now, you should know. Uh, Denver Nuggets come out on top, 108-95, get a a huge 3-1 lead um, to take it back to Denver for, I believe, is it Sunday night? Yeah, it'll be Sunday for, for game five. So. I think it's Monday. Is it yeah. Monday? It might, it might be. It is Monday. Yeah, so Monday. Monday for game five. So, man, uh, uh, um, a couple days to – Get re-energized, refocused for for both sides as they get ready here for, you know, pretty much a do or die game here for uh, the Miami Heat. But before we get into the Game Five talk, um, just kind of look back into Game Four, and I mean, obviously, the biggest thing about it is the fact that uh, Denver finds a way to get this done. Where, I mean, if you look at the numbers, Jokic is still having a, a a good stat line, a good game there. 23 points, 12 rebounds, four assists. But, you know, he had the foul trouble. He had five fouls, had a period of time where he had to, uh, you know, sit on the bench, you know, to keep himself from, you know, getting into so much foul mm-hmm. trouble. Um, and a rare thing happened. You know, Denver actually <laughs> pulls it out because their only real kryptonite this whole season has been when Jokic ends up going on the bench. And, you know, they just aren't the same team, you know, with them on the floor than they are without the floor. But Denver finds a way to get it done. Um, and it wasn't even with Jamal Murray either. I mean, he had a he had a decent game, but it wasn't um, a huge stat line for him. It was um, the, the big role mm-hmm. players that we always mentioned and talked about. Uh, Aaron Gordon with a career-high playoff high, 27 points. Uh, Bruce Brown had 21 points off the bench. He had a huge, huge fourth quarter. Um, I mean, KCP with with timely def- defensive stops and and three pointers made. Uh, just an all in all overall, just great effort from um, the others yep. for the for the Denver Nuggets. Man, um, man, we look at the game four um, play and everything that happened and what went down. Man, how did you? What really made the difference for Denver to take their three one lead? So I wasn't able to, to watch the full game live. Um, we had a uh, prospect camp last night, so um, by the time I was able to get home, it was late third quarter when I got back. But um, watching the highlights, I will tell you the one thing: you, Aaron Gordon, having twenty seven points is not good. <laughs> It's not a good recipe for the Heat to win this basketball game. When and I remember it at some point late in the late in the broadcast, them mentioning Aaron Gordon had the twenty seven points, and then going back and watching it, we talked. We've been talking about it all series. Jokic is going to 
Yogi's going to do his thing, trying to figure out how to contain Jamal Murray, getting the ball out of his hands, whatever it is. But And he only had 15. Jamal Murray only had 15 last night. But Aaron Gordon having 27 points. I'm not even – like Bruce Brown having 21. Okay, all right. He can erupt for stuff like that. Aaron Gordon, to me, was the key to that game last night because he had the 27, hit a couple threes, alley-oop dunks, layups, things like that. But then he was making key – passes, key assists, key plays on, on the defensive end of the, of the floor. When Jamal Murray has 15 points and Jokic has 23, you should win that basketball game. Like, you got to win that game. You have to find a way to win that game. And the fact that they didn't, the fact that Aaron Gordon erupted, Bruce Brown erupted, um, that, that's, that's, a, that's a gut punch. Um, there was, I believe, in the fourth quarter, it was like eight minutes and 31 seconds left. It was a five-point game. It was a five-point basketball game. And you got a Aaron Gordon hit a three. A KCP hit a three. Um, the, the Nuggets, that's around the period where Jokic was sitting down. KCP hit a three. Aaron Gordon hit a three. They kept running the same play with the backdoor screen handoff to Jamal Murray. He hit a couple of threes on that as well. They When the Heat got close, the barrage of shots came and then I believe the dagger was the the and one shot by Bruce Brown um where he kind of just threw the ball up and ended up hitting the shot a little mid-range floater um that but that was that was a gut punch that was a gut punch for the heat last night you you like I said Jamal Murray being off the way he was Jokic being in foul trouble having the five fouls so him really not being able to play like that was a mix and a recipe for the Heat to win that game last night. And they couldn't figure it out, couldn't get it done. Um, so that's, that's, that's a tough pill to swallow, especially Jimmy Butler and Bam didn't, they played pretty well. Both of them had 20 points. I mean, Bam had, but Bam had 20 and Jimmy Butler had 25. So they played decently well. Um, he had some other guys hit a couple shots. Max Struess, um, kind of went back down in the, down in the dumps again it was 0 for 0 for four, 0 for three from from three point range. Um, that's that's been hurting them. The three point shooting this series hasn't been what it what it has been throughout these playoffs. But Jokic and Jokic having twenty three, Murray having fifteen, and not being able to get a get a dub, not being able to. I don't want to you know maybe draw that six foul to get to get Jokic you know fouled out, but. Like I said, he sat down in that fourth quarter for about a five-minute period. And the Nuggets, there was a 10-point lead when, when Jokic sat down. When he entered back into the game, the lead was nine. So they they held their own and did their thing. And a huge part of that goes to Aaron Gordon and, and Bruce Brown. Yeah, I mean, it's it goes back to what we talked about when we did – um, you know, the previews of the, of, the, of the finals, man. I mean, it's games like this where you need those mm-hmm. others to just step up and, and, and take a game because now with that happening, um, is it necessary? Are you going to see another 27 point game from Aaron Gordon the rest of the series if it continues? I mean, probably yeah. not, but then you think about it. If he doesn't score that much, do they win this game? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is it now? Is it two two instead of 
3-1 and you just know you need one more instead of playing a, a best two out of three now. So this is where, you know, all of that comes in. And another part of where we just talk about the depth and how deep and just how talented this Denver Nuggets team is, the fact that really without their two best players, mm-hmm. they still find a way to get it done. That hasn't been the case for them for, you know, for much of the season, even though they've had a successful season. But it's usually just Jokic and Murray mm-hmm. and then a mix of whatever you can get from your starters in the bench. Then the fact that, if you, like you said, if you, if you look at the stat line without looking at the others and you say, well, how many points did Jokic put up? And you look at his line, you say, well, 23, 12, and 4, you might think it's going back to what happened in game two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you see the fact that, okay, Aaron Gordon pretty much just had like, you know, the playoff game of his life where it, to to really where it seemed like he just, you know, he saw one go in and the confidence was like yeah. on the roof. He, he really couldn't miss too much, like, which happens to, you know, uh, a lot of guys that is, that's in the league, man. Once they see one go in, uh, a barrage can yeah. come, they feel a whole lot better than struggling all night to trying to see what's going on. Um, man, on the Miami side, I don't think the shots or the quality of the shots are bad. The shot they're just not yeah. falling. Um, I mean, you know, we talked talk, we talked about it in the last episode. You know, a guy that I was looking looking at was going to be uh, Gabe Vincent. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a he had a great first two games in a in a you know I can't remember exactly how his game three was, but last night in game four, only two points. So you know, he struggled. Struce. Uh, went scoreless mm-hmm. again, so you know he's he's you know inconsistent being up and down, and that's just that's going to be hard to overcome against a team like Denver, just because if they can get the others involved, which like we always talked about, it, it could be anybody. Last night, like obviously last night, it was Aaron Gordon and Bruce mm-hmm. Brown. Other nights, it could be KCP, it could be uh, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, I mean, even at times in Spurs, it could be Christian Braun. Jeff Green had a couple of – I mean, you know, it's just they, – they got the guys, man. They can come at you in ways like we always mentioned. So, it's it's hard to try to keep up with that and replicate that if you're not making shots on the other side. Is it – but is it more so that Miami just can't make the shots or – or is it a mix of them not making the shots and just the fact that, which everybody kind of knows, that Denver is just a better team? Yeah, I, I think it goes without saying with Denver being the better team. I think everybody knows that. I, I think it's just not hitting. It's just not hitting. And that's been the difference between the regular season and the postseason for the Heat is that in the regular season, they were not hitting shots. And in the postseason, they were like they were going crazy from three point range, and now they've grown cold. Um, ironically, they've grown cold from the three point line here in these NBA finals. Um, you had the game too with Max Drews. He came out came out blazing. He was um, he was four four or seven in that first quarter. Had twelve points. Um, I was at game one. He was zero for nine, zero for ten from the field. Um, game three was kind of up and down, and then. You, you can't have you can't have him go zero for four, and you know, he only played nineteen minutes. Um, so 
Coach Spoh, like, yeah, okay, he's missing. Like, I can't, I can't play if, if you're not hitting shots. Like, we have to be able to hit shots in, in, in this series even more than ever because of the way that Denver can score. And that's why I said what I said, where it's because of how Denver can score and the fact that Jokic had foul trouble and Murray only had 15 and you still lose that basketball game. That, 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 that's good. Like to me, to me, for me, it would be a gut punch because like I said, every, everything looks to have been going in the heat duration, at least last night, as far as all the outside factors but you got to be able to hit the shots, and I, I think that's just the biggest that's the biggest difference. Yeah, Denver is a is a is a better team. I think Denver is playing good defense as well. Um, they played some good. There was some key moments in that fourth quarter. KCP had a couple um, good defensive plays, had a a steal, a block. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, Aaron Gordon, things like that. Um, but when you're hitting shots, it makes everything easier. <laughs> when you're missing, you got to work a little harder. Um, and with with Denver's length, driving to the basket has not been easy for the Miami Heat. So to combat that, you got to be able to hit perimeter shots, and they're just not knocking them down. So I don't, I don't, I don't know how there's, I don't know how much more that Eric Spoelstra can really do. Like the shots, I got to start falling. Once they start falling, be all right, but they got to start falling at some point. So. Yeah, I, that's, I think that's the toughest thing about it. It's just the fact that they can't get the shots to fall right now, um, and it's just it's happening at the worst time for it to to, to happen. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's like you said, that's been a thing that they struggle with all throughout the regular season, and it's just all of a sudden, you know, they got hot, got hot <clears throat> throughout this playoff run, and now it seems like it's just kind of reverting back to what they dealt mm-hmm. with um, within the within the regular season. So now with everything shifting back to shifting back to Denver for Game Five, and the fact that Denver comes out and takes both games in Miami, um, where does where does the Heat go from here to just to keep their season alive? I mean, you know, they they got the game they got the game two victory uh, mm-hmm. in Denver, so it's not like that is extremely impossible to. Um, to not win there, but the fact that, you know, the that Monday night, man, the home crowd's gonna be rocking. They know like this could be the night. You know, they 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 probably getting ready to set up parameters mm-hmm. there for the for the parade to come and and you know the champagne gonna be in the back somewhere. The trophy is, is gonna building. be in the building. Yeah. Like and, you know, everything, man. So it's just like what can what is it that can Miami do just to extend their extend their season, man? Because and then honestly, if you think about it, if they don't have that big fourth quarter in game two, mm-hmm. it, it might have been over. You know, last night this could have been you know a, a sweep. But what can Miami do to at least just to get one more game to can to keep their season alive? Do do what they've been doing. Um, they don't give up. They play hard. That that's not going to change, I think. And also, they're going to have the confidence to go in there and win because, like you mentioned, they won Game Two in that building. Um, they won on the road throughout the playoffs. Then you know throughout the entire playoffs. So continue to do what they do. I think the big thing, obviously, is well as I mentioned, 
you got to be able to hit your shots. You got to be able to hit your shots because it's going to be rocking in Denver. And like you said, there's going to be, in my opinion, I think there might be more pressure on Denver more than Miami for all the points that you mentioned. You're at home. The trophy's going to be there. <laughs> the fans are going to be ready. Like, you want to be able to celebrate on your home floor. The only person on that team that's won a title is KCP. That was back in the bubble. That was back in the bubble. So there wasn't a home court type of feeling and everything. You were playing, if, you know, you were playing in front of nobody. So that level of intensity that's going to be the building, that pressure that could mount the the feeling that, yeah, I want to be able to win it and, and hoist hold, that trophy in front of our home fans. How does Denver combat that? But Miami's got to go in there. They got to play solid defense, and they just they have to hit shots. That was the difference in that game, too, in that fourth quarter. Duncan Robinson came out, helped them get to that, that 10-0 run, and they kept hitting shots and hitting shots and hitting shots. They were playing good defense and hitting shots. Jamal Murray's going to play better than what he did last night. He's going to play better. You know, you can't bank on Jokic being in foul trouble on Monday night either. So you got to believe that Jokic and Murray are going to do everything in their power to make sure that this series is over on Monday night. So Bam and Jimmy have to come with it. And they need Max Struess. They need Gabe Vincent. They need Duncan Robinson. They need those guys to hit shots. Kyle Lowry coming off the bench to give them something. They need those guys to come in and hit shots and help get this crowd. If they can get the crowd out of the game, that'll bode well for the Heat. But you got to anticipate that Jamal Murray and Jokic are going to come out with their hair on fire. So they're two stars, the Heat. Bam and Jimmy have to come out ready to rock and roll, and they got to hit perimeter shots. They got to hit perimeter shots. If they don't hit perimeter shots, this is over. This is over on Monday. It's a done yeah. deal. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you, though. I do, which I was going to kind of get into that, but I do really think that even though with Denver being up 3-1, that pressure is on them just because that that last, bro, that that last game is – it's so mm-hmm. hard to win, bro. If it was, if it was so easy to win, you know, if it was so easy to win four in a row, you know, everybody mm-hmm. would do it, man. But it's 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 not a thing. Like you know, even even Denver knows. Like when they were trying to get that game for a win in LA in the Western Conference Final, that that came down to a possession. Yeah. So it's it's <laughs> it's not easy trying to get that closeout victory, man. No matter whether it's it's three zero, three one, three two, and then especially if it's it's, it's, it's game mm-hmm. seven. You just you never really know how the mental of a player is going, and you know how big of this moment is it for him, and everything like that. And and like you said, really, in all honesty, there's really nobody on that Nuggets roster who's had to really seriously deal with mm-hmm. it. You know, outside of KCP, but like you said, that's that was in Orlando, um, you know, in in the bubble. So this is obviously a, a different feel. Um, you know. I mean, Miami has guys like you know Kyle Lowry and 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 uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Love, who you know they've been in those they've been in those moments to deal with what's going on within the finals. Um, but you know those, you know those guys aren't spring chickens yeah. anymore, man. You know they they're a little long in the tooth, so um, you're just trying to get whatever you can get up out of them. But 
the pressure is definitely uh, definitely on Denver. But I, I just think, you know, Miami definitely has to come in just, I mean, pretty much kind of loose. Just got to come out swinging, let it all happen. I mean, nobody thought they would be here mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> you know, they, they, they made their run. How much does it kind of, uh, I don't want to say suck, but I guess unfortunate that uh, Tyler Hero pretty much kind of had a setback um, with the hand injury, still dealing with the swelling mm-hmm. from it. Because um, I know a lot of people were trying to, you know, be devil's advocate on it and to say that, well, if he comes in, that's going to mess up the flow and the chemistry of the team and the guys on their roads. But I know it's an injury. It's a broken hand. We're talking about on his shooting hand. So I know that's a lot to deal with. But we're talking about a guy who they paid yeah. good money for to be – that pretty much that third option with with Jimmy and Bam, um, that that could have been very much you know helpful and needed. How unfortunate! And we haven't we didn't even mention uh, Victor Oladipo. Yeah. So another fact that they just yeah. you know just down on guys like that. How and you know injuries happen. That's nothing that you really can't control. That's gonna it's gonna be like that. Well, wherever you are, whatever league, you know, NHL, mm-hmm. MLB, NBA, NFL, all of that is going to happen. But it just – I guess it just sucks that you know that there's never – because I seen somebody post and say, like, man, I don't remember the last time I seen an NBA Finals where both teams came in, like, fully healthy. And I <laughs> I can't yeah. really – I can't really think yeah, of one either. That's hard. That's hard to – that's hard to do. That's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I don't know. It, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure either. But it's just it's 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 tough. Now people say that, but the way that series has been going, you, and knowing that you're playing different, you need every score that you can get. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that I don't think that Tyler Hero coming in. One, I don't think he would come in and start right off the gate. Um, but also, too, I don't think that people would be or the Heat would would be opposed to him playing. Like, I don't – you need another score. You need another score, and that's a guy who can put the ball in the basket, and that's what you need in basketball in general. But in this particular series, you need that. Like, that's exactly what you need. Um, so he definitely would have been helpful. Unfortunately, that he had to set back and couldn't, couldn't get back. Um, who knows – who knows what this series would look like if Tyler Hero was playing because who's – I mean, who would be checking him? Um, I think he'd be able to create his own shot, obviously get to the basket. Um, obviously shoot the J. But you need all the scoring that you can get in this particular series. And so that's a big loss. I totally forgot about Victor Oladipo being hurt as well. You're talking about a, a two-way guy. Um, he's dealt with injuries his whole career, but you're talking about a two-way guy, a guy who can – shoot as well and play good defense. He can play solid defense. That's another guy that they could throw at Jamal Murray um, or even Bruce Brown matchup with him as well. So, yeah, it's those injuries are rough. They're rough on the heat right now. Um, you're missing at least Hero that could give you at least, I would say, at least 20 a night. I feel like he'd get you at least 20 a night, um, 19 to 20. So um, that's unfortunate, but they've made it to this point without him. So we figure, okay, we made it here without him. We got to figure it out without him as well. Um, it's not a, not a thing of 
he was playing and then he got hurt and now everything is crumbling down. Like, nah, we got to this point without without Tyler Hero. So we got to figure it out ourselves because he ain't coming back. And if we don't win on Monday, we're not going to give him a chance to maybe, maybe come back if that was if that's even in the card. So I don't know. They it it hurts, but you gotta you gotta get it and you gotta figure it out without him. Yeah, most most definitely. Um, need it sucks that you know that he can't really participate like that. But I mean, they like you said, they did make the run without him. And now, just I mean, when they get ready here for Monday, man, they just gotta they just have to come out swinging. It's really mm-hmm. no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now on on Denver side of it, you know they've the franchise have had their fair shares of you know getting into the playoffs and making a couple runs here and there, but not necessarily um, being able to to get that to get that championship. Mm-hmm. So. This this would be the first one in in franchise history if they're able to get it on Monday, um, and you know the league is the league is led by by duos. I I think you know if you pretty much if you have a duo that puts you in that different you know upper echelon mm-hmm. of championship contenders or where you rank in the league and everything like that. This this duo of Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray has had a, a, a hell of a, especially this playoffs, a hell of a playoff mm-hmm. run. Um, the fact that we see these two together here, if the, if the deal gets done on Monday, Nuggets win, win game five and they go, they win it four one. They're hosting up the Larry O'Brien trophy. And then the, you know, there's the talks that's going to come right now. Where do you even rank them amongst like the duos in the NBA now, and then where would you put them after this championship? I mean, because you obviously you got you got Clay and Steph. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they're a lot to handle, and they're both healthy. Um, even though a lot of people, you know, give him flack for how much it doesn't take for him to get hurt, but <laughs> when healthy, you still got LeBron yeah. and AD. I'm one uh, of those people. I mean. <laughs> Tatum and Tatum and Brown. I mean, there's there's so many other you know different you know different duos, man. Um, where do you have Jokic and Murray at now? And does this championship elevate them, or does it kind of just they kind of stay put where they are, or are they, do you, do you separate them compared to some other ones? And then like who who do you like compare them with as far as like their rank of duos in the NBA? So what I, what would I rank them right now, and then after if they were to win the championship? Um, yeah. right now, I mean, they're one of the top top duos in the in the league. I would I would probably say, I mean, they I would say they're top five for sure, duo duo wise. Um, they win the championship this year. I would I would have to say they're number one. Um, they. We've seen what it looks like when it's just Jokic and Murray is hurt. We've seen what that looks like. And in the bubble, we saw what it looked like when they were together. And now we've been able to see it again now in the finals, what they look like when they're together, and especially for a full season. They're tough to handle. They are tough to handle. If if they were to win the championship, regardless if it's Monday night or 
you know, you know, whenever the series is over, it would be hard for me to argue that they're not the best duo in the league. I would, I would put them over, um, I would put them over Stephen Clay, obviously, um, just injuries and stuff with the injuries that happened with Clay and then just the way the season kind of ended, Clay just really wasn't playing well. That hurts for me to say, cause I'm a big Clay Thompson fan, but, um, really didn't have his, put his best foot forward this postseason. I believe he'll get better, but that's that. Um, Tatum and Brown, I'm not giving it to them. As erratic as they play, as the Celtics play, you're the two leaders of that team. Now, they're young, just like Jokic and, and Murray are, but they, they're they too up and down for me. Um, and then AD is hurt too much. He's hurt too much. Those other guys, too. You got De- Devin Booker and KD, but they didn't play a full season together, so we'll see what that looks like. Um, as you would say, it would be the Greek Freak and, and Chris Middleton. Um, Chris Middleton got hurt, <clears throat> was hurt. And then, you know, obviously, uh, Giannis got hurt in that first round against Miami. So that's a, that's a separate subject as well. Um, but Jokic and, and Murray, that two-man game with, with Jokic and Murray is is tough to beat. And and part of what makes them so good is their other teammates. That's part of what makes them so good because they allow them to space the floor and run that two-man pick-and-roll, run that two-man game, and allow them to operate in the middle of the floor, down in the paint. Um, and like I said, I believe on the last episode, Jokic is a lot to handle by himself. But when Murray is on, it's 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 on, it's almost impossible. <laughs> it seems like it's almost impossible to beat them when Murray is rolling rolling too. When he's going to, it's it's tough. It's tough. So I would definitely say um, if they were to win the championship, they'd be the top duo in the league. And I don't know, even going into next year, I don't, I don't know. Unless, unless maybe Philly was able to get a, get a guard to, to come, you know, there's been a lot of talks about Dame Lillard, you know, where if he, if the Trailblazers want to make a move, where does he end up? Um, I don't know if Philly is one of those places, but unless like maybe, Dame was to go to Philly or something like that. Maybe you have another duo. Maybe it's, it is D-Book and KD when they play a full season together. But right now, at this moment in time, it's Jokic and it's Murray because they, they beat they beat KD and Book. They beat LeBron and AD. They didn't get to, they didn't get to play Steph and, and Clay, but they beat two of the, two of the uh, duos that we named. And then Tatum and Brown couldn't get there. So... I would say I would say they're the top duo in the league. Yeah, for me, uh, for me, I I had them top three okay. already. Um, just and I'm I may be throwing in you know the body of work of of, of the yeah. other two or, or whatever, and I I have them I have them over Book and KD just because they just mm-hmm. got together and you know we don't we don't know yet. And that's there. And then, I mean, you can't forget about Middleton and, and Giannis. Those, you know, those are the guys up there for sure. Um, but I don't. I'm right there with you. I don't see if they win this. I don't see how you can make an argument really for anybody else mm-hmm. being the number one duo besides them, bro. I mean that they can they can run that high screen and roll all night, bro. And it's just they 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 score off of it all the time. Know. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you do with it. I mean, the only thing you can do is just hope that one of them miss. Yeah. Or they, they do something crazy where they just turn the ball over or something. Because, I mean, you get you just get caught in the predicament to where, all right, well, do you do you keep helping to make sure Murray doesn't drive mm-hmm. to the basket? Well, then Jokic is capable enough to pop out and, you know, hit that 15-footer or step back and even hit hit the, you know, hit a 25-foot-footer from three. So he's capable of doing that. Then it's like, okay, well, if you want to make sure that – Jokic don't get it back up there at the top of the screen or, or I mean top of the key or up at the you know up at the mm-hmm. elbow you know or whatever. Well, now you give the chance for Murray to you know drive to the basket or to pull up for a floater mm-hmm. or mid range. I mean, it's just the the possibilities there for them are just endless, and it's just it's hard to guard because they're both capable of doing really whatever they want to do yeah. with the basketball. So it's not like on certain screener, on certain high screener rolls or screener pick and rolls where guys are moving in, you're like, okay, well, we'll live with you taking this shot or we'll live with you, yeah. you know, <laughs> going to the basket for this and this because it's just – that's going to be hard to 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 really just to say to settle with anything. I mean, because it can be just, just automatic. And then the fact that if you do switch trapping and everything like that, they got the guys out there capable enough to, to knock mm-hmm. down the shots – for them, so then it's like okay, well, even if they not scoring, if you look up and they both, I mean, I think um, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say Jamal Murray has at least what, eight, ten assists for each game this Something series. Like that. I think he's been a double, I think he's been a double digits for assists this this whole playoff series. So I mean, it's just it's uh, I don't want to use the word unguardable, but it's pretty damn no. close to it, just because they can. They can just they can do it in both ways, and both of them can can hurt mm-hmm. you with it. So, I mean, I, I think so definitely. Like, I mean, they'll they're they're up there. They should they already are in the discussion, but now at this point, they would definitely have a solid case of being the number one duo in the league just because they're both available, they're both mm-hmm. healthy, um, which is why you know obviously we're taking them over other guys just because of what they're which is kind of the main things that they are lacking yeah. which is you know just trying to stay healthy be available you know in how they're playing so they they it's the hottest duo in the nba man and like you said they so young i don't see it i don't see it stopping no time yeah. soon um it's just it's gonna be i don't know man it's just <laughs> it's gonna be a lot to handle but that's here. the thing like when you you mentioned uh, looking at body of work, okay. LeBron and AD, they've won one championship together. They've been together however however long. They've been they only won one championship. Giannis and and, and Middleton, they've only won one. Now they're younger, they're younger than LeBron and AD, but they've only won one. KD and obviously KD and Book, you know they have you know they haven't even played a full season together, so that's fine. And then you got Tatum and Brown. They've been to the finals. They don't have a championship. Obviously, Steph and Clay, we know they have four. But right. they're right. closer to the end than they are the beginning. And with, like you right. mentioned, with Jokic and Murray being so young, it's like, okay, the other, those other duos have one championship or don't have one at all. So what, what's, the, what's the conversation to be had, especially – with like I mentioned, they beat LeBron and they they beat KD and Book. Like there's there's really nothing to to talk about in my opinion. Like this, 
It's not even a discussion. Um, and with them being so young, they stay together. Like, they'll win another one, at least one more, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, to me, it's not really a discussion. Anybody that would argue that LeBron and AD are, are better or Katie and Book or whoever, it, that would be solely based off of the resume of the individual player, not them collectively. Right. Not them collectively, right. because you're looking at the greatness of, of LeBron with the greatness of AD when he decides to play. To be great. Yeah, when to he be decides great. <laughs> he ain't going to get hurt. Not subject for another day. But, you know, you look at, you're looking at that instead of them two together as a combined as a combined entity, as a combined duo. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. They're they're the tops in the, they're the tops yeah. in the league. They're the tops in the league. Yeah, I I don't see how you can really argue against it either. So, I mean, that's I mean, it's simply mm-hmm. put, they just they're pretty much like close to damn near unstoppable now. So, Monday night is it over? Or does Miami survive to to extend it to a game six? Man, I I picked the Nuggets in six. I picked the Nuggets in six. I just, I I know. I know I'm not wrong in saying that the Heat are going to play hard, that they're going to like they're going to show up. I have almost no doubt that they're going to be ready to play. Can you hit the shots though? Can you hit the shots? Can you survive that first storm from from tip off when that ball tips off? Denver is going to come out. It, it's it's going to be like it's going. It might get ugly early because Denver's going to come out. And they're going to be on the attack early in this basketball game. Can Miami survive that storm and then get into the flow of the game? I would love to see it, them extended. I just don't know. They just have not. I'm gonna say it's over. I think it's over on Monday. Trying to talk myself into picking the heat. I think it's over on Monday. I just, I, like I said earlier, they have the confidence to go in there and win because they've done it before. But if they don't hit their shots, it's not going to happen. And and in this series, their shooting has been so inconsistent to where Denver is. They're going to take advantage of it. They're going to take advantage of that. They're able to score in so many different ways. If the Heat can't hit perimeter shots, if they can't hit the three ball, it's a wrap. Um, but I think that energy in the arena, I think the energy from the fans, um, obviously the energy from the players as well. I think Mike Malone is going to stress to them the importance of finishing this game at home on Monday. You do not want to go back to Miami for a game six. That is not what you want to do. So I think he's going to stress that to his guys. And I think the Nuggets get it done and win their first NBA championship on Monday night. I'm right there with you. I took 
my original pick was Denver in six as well because I just felt like that Miami would be just capable enough to push it to six mm-hmm. to get two off of Denver. Um, I just I just think now I think game four hurt them. Like you know, it, it hurt them just the fact that it wasn't a big time Jokic or Murray game. And each time, like you like you mentioned, each time that they you know cut that lead down and got it to in close range, Denver will pull back out and bring it back to 10, 11, mm-hmm. 12. and you know, and it was just end up proving to be just end up proving to be too much. So I think um, I think it's over after Monday night too. I think Denver go ahead and 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 take care of business, um, kind of just because. Even though they're down like this right now, I wouldn't want to play around with mm-hmm. Miami like that and let them hang no. around. That's that's just I mean, you've seen it when they get the confidence to hang around like that, man, that they can they can pretty much beat any team in, in the league. So I the, the emphasis on it to get it done Monday night is definitely gonna be there. Mike Malone is definitely gonna let his guys know, like, look, man, let's end mm-hmm. it here in front of the home crowd. Let's get ready and you know. Finish this thing and celebrate. Let's become world champs, and that way we don't have to worry about at least for the next couple of months here. You know, having to travel yeah. anywhere and get this together and everything like that. They can just get ready and do what they got to do, and and then everybody can get ready for the summer, man. I think uh, I think Denver go ahead and take care of business and and, and wins it and, and get the gentleman sweep. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if Miami found yeah. a way. I wouldn't be shocked. I just, I think the fact that they couldn't get one, they couldn't get one in, in yeah. down at home to get it, that that's going to be hard to try to win three straight. And obviously when it's been 3-1 in the finals, no one has ever came back from 3-1 in the finals outside of that 2016 run with, with the Cavaliers coming back from 3-1 against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And no disrespect to – Jimmy Butler, or anybody other than that, ain't none of them LeBron James. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, uh, unless they can get him walking through that, man, I, I don't think it can be done. Um, I think it'll be close. Okay, I don't think, um, I don't think Miami will lay down. I think it'll end up being close, but I think in the end, it'll be kind of, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be too much Denver, man. They just, they're too much. For for Miami at this point, and the fact that which has been the kind of the thing that we talked about this whole episode, the fact that just the Heat can't get the consistent shooting that they need from the mm-hmm. guys who who've led them up to this point, man, it's it's just not good. I mean, they 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 got to get they got to get more from their guys and. And I think they'll come back and rebound and have a good game, but I just think in the end, like you like you mentioned, I don't think there's no way that Jamar Murray comes out on on Monday night and only have a fifteen yeah. point game. I don't think Jokic will find his way to to get in that foul trouble like that. You know, you may not see a twenty seven point game from Aaron Gordon, but he can still get you for ten to fifteen mm-hmm. that could make a difference. I mean, you know, we just really just never know, man. So I just think in the end it's gonna to be too much, uh, too much of the Denver Nuggets firepower. They go ahead and get it done, um, and the series is over. The season is over, and they get it. They get it and go ahead and host up the trophy, yeah. man. 
uh man that's so that's what's going on on the court in the nba um but the league is still making a lot of noise off the court as well um as far as really when we get ready here after the 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 season is done after the finals is done you get ready to head into uh free agency and the draft is coming up um but man big news for some of these uh highly talented you know NBA players who are going to be future Hall of Famers. So we know about James Harden um, now desires of wanting to be a free agency, want, free agent, wanting to test the free agent market. Uh, so it doesn't look like he'll be returning to Philly. Maybe, you know, we'll yeah. see. Not sure. Um, and then the Phoenix Suns um, earlier this week um, waving uh, Chris Paul. So Chris Paul no longer with the Phoenix Suns. So that kind of lets you know where where they're heading with that now. Um, what do you think is, we'll start with Chris Paul. What is, what is his market, bro? Like, I mean, this, I mean, you got a guy here who's been in the league since what, 2006, um, or 2005, 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, he's been in the league for a, uh, a very long time. I think he's what, 36, 37, Somewhere in there. something like that. Well, is he that old? He about, is yeah, he that old? probably about 30. I, mean, he's in his, I know he's in his yeah. 30s. I know he's in his 30s, but. Um, you know, has the time to where he's capable enough to get you, you know, those those mid range buckets and and get those six to eight assists a night. But you can you can definitely tell there's a a, a slight decline in his game. What is what is his market like? Who's out there to where? And I, obviously, it's got to be a, a contending team. I know he doesn't yeah. want to go nowhere where you have to, you know, rebuild. But you know, is it? Does he go back? Does he goes over to the Eastern Conference? Like, is anybody there? Or does he? Does he stay West? And it's I don't know. It's, to me, it's kind of it's hard to gauge because it's kind of like I I think he still has something left yeah. in him, but it's just it has to be somewhere to where I don't think you know they're trying to work. 30 plus minutes off him or anything like that. Yeah, it's I think he still has he has he still has some basketball left in the tank. I don't think he's done. Um it's the same thing with him, just the injuries at the most inopportune times uh for Chris Paul, where is it that has just played his career. Um I don't know, man. I mean my first thought is does he go to LA? And maybe maybe join the Lakers, maybe, um, just to get a veteran point guard there. Like I said, I don't think he would have to go in there, obviously, with them having Austin Reeves. He doesn't have to go, have to, uh, go in there and you know, play 30-plus minutes a night, 36 minutes a night or anything like that. Um, but just to get a veteran guy in there, um, maybe, maybe not. Maybe depends on what they do with D'Angelo Russell, if they decide to hold on to him or not. Uh, I thought he would. He might have, they were probably going to stick around and keep him in Phoenix. Um, I mean, in the East, I don't, I, even in the East, I don't know. I, I really don't know what his market is, man. I don't know. Like you said, obviously, you want to play on a contending, on a contending team, but I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, like, Maybe and this might this is probably be a long shot. Maybe Boston. I know they continue to talk about 
getting the, another point guard in there, a veteran guy in the locker room at point, um, definitely would help Joe Missoula. Um, and help those young guys out for sure. We had to play a lot of minutes there as well. Um, Tyree, I don't know because there, there aren't, in my opinion, there aren't a lot of teams that are true contenders that are in need of a point guard. It's more of what you said. If, if he would be willing to do what Lottery is doing, then there'd be plenty of teams. Right. That that would take right. Chris Paul if he was willing to jump into that role that Kyle Lowry is, is taking, where he's playing what 15, 15 minutes, fifteen to twenty minutes a game, playing with that second unit, giving a spark, you know, helping lead those guys. I think there'd be plenty of teams that would take him. Plenty of teams. Um, it, I think really just depends on whether or not he's looking to be the man and be the starting point guard. Which is hard to say because it's just like anybody else. I remember the whole thing with with Carmelo when Carmelo kind of got to this point. It was like, man, like Carmelo's coming off the bench, like, and at least for me, I'm you know, I'm Carmelo, hello, uh, Carmelo Anthony fan, excuse me, and like, dang, like they have Melo coming off the bench, man. Like I don't kind of disrespectful, man. Like that's Carmelo Anthony, but it's like, right, right. I hey, look, man, like <laughs> you're not. This is not 26 year old Carmelo Anthony. You know, this is right. not. The New Orleans Hornets, Carmel, I mean, uh, Chris Paul. This is, this is not the same guy. So, um, if he'd be willing to take a lesser role, do what Kyle Lowry is doing right now, I think, I think there'd be plenty of teams in that market that would take him. But it, I think really it, his market depends on him and what he wants to do, um, and how he wants to help contribute to a contending team. Like I said, I think most contending teams in the NBA right now have a solid point guard. Yeah, I'm not sure either, really, with with Chris Paul, like, if there's just, like, a, a main destination mm-hmm. for him. I mean, the the talks is, for sure, probably L.A., just because if it wasn't for the the veto of David Stern with the trade, he would have been a Laker instead of a Clipper. He might have a championship. You know, so – Right, and might have a championship. So, you know, who knows? But, I I mean, I believe the Lakers are letting D'Angelo Russell walk. Okay. So, the the spot is – that's there. Um, I think it's a long shot, and I don't think it should be on the radar. But I guess at the same time, you could put it on there. Memphis, just because you don't know about – the the John Morant situation, yeah. Um, there Tyus Jones is there, so obviously I think that they would probably be okay with that. But I mean, at the same time, would you be opposed to having you know a veteran guy like that on their team? Because I mean, outside of probably Stephen Adams, I don't know who else is like that veteran yeah. guy on that team because that team down there in Memphis is fairly young. So and. You know whether you, whether you like it or not, that's that's one of the better teams in the West. I mean, so that's that. Um, does does him in LA make them any better? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know because there's still there's gonna be there's gonna be Denver. I'm I'm still putting probably Golden State over them as well, even though they struggled. Mm-hmm. There's Phoenix. Um, I mean, 
you still kind of got to throw in Memphis. You know, I don't know if if Dallas can get that act together with what's going on down there. Yeah. You know, I you know, I don't know. So does it really make a difference if he is down there with the Lakers? I'm not sure, but like you said, it really just excuse me, all just boils down to what does Chris Paul wanna do? Like, is he trying to go somewhere where he's like, Look, I need to be the starter, I need my I need my twenty eight to thirty mm-hmm. minutes, I wanna be the guy. Well, are there many teams out there like that for you to do that and can you lead them? them to to a championship because at this point that's what that's the only thing he's missing. I mean, he's a he's a you know, a, one of the more decorative point guards, one of your really probably last of a dying breed point yeah. guards who are who's just kind of more so of a you know, a playmaker slash facilitator and not a, a scoring guard, which is kind of what the league is kind of translating to here now. But does he want to do that or is he okay with like you said, just kind of playing the Kyle Lowry role to where you know, let's have you come in with the second group of guys mm-hmm. and be that spark for them. And, and we can mix you in sometime with the starters to where, you know, we can have this this kind of a lineup to where it can, uh, you know, it can work in, in your favor. So I just think it's just – it does boil down to what what does he want to do? Like what is his market there for? Because that's it's, – it's tough to see for him, mm-hmm. for me to see, like, you know, what is – What's there? Like I can't. Like you know, we we are listing teams, but we're not even saying like that's a slam dunk. We're not like oh, it's L.A. or yeah. bust, you know, or it's this team or bust. Like you know, we we really don't know because it's just kind of it's all depending on on who wants him. What does he want? Is he is he trying to get a, a a certain amount of money on a contract, or is he just you know just trying to find the right fit and they can go from there. You know, I don't know. But on the other side, you got James Harden, right? So, you know, obviously he wants to test free agency. Yeah. That's that's the word that's coming out. To me, that sounds like that he wants to get paid. Yeah. Who is going to be willing to pay him the money that he wants to pay him? No, <laughs> So, that's what... That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like he wanted to run it back with Houston. I mean, think about it. You go to Houston, you got some young guns there. Not saying they're a contender, but you got some young guns there. Emily Doka is the coach now. Got some of their staff going down there from the Boston Celtics. Not saying they're going to make the playoffs or anything, but pretty sure Houston would pay him. Outside of that, I don't know. I don't know who would be willing to pay him. It's it, – James Harden is a very good basketball player. James Harden is going to be a Hall of Famer. James Harden is one of the best scorers that we've seen in our lifetime. James Harden finds a way to show up small in the playoffs when you need him. It just is what it is. And so... Those are the facts. And so (laughs) it's like you want to like... Someone of, of his caliber... You want to you want to be able to pay him, and you think that he still has. It's it's crazy because it's not like James Harden is crazy old either. Like the drop off that James Harden had, I don't know. If, I think as it was going on, we talked about it a lot, but people really didn't talk about like James Harden. Damn, near fell off a cliff from the time he left. Well, 
was it? Uh, might be Houston. We left from Houston to go to to go to Brooklyn, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. From when he got like he gained all that weight, he stopped playing in Houston. Gets to gets to Brooklyn. It was it, he was not the same. He was not the same basketball player. He kind of got back in shape and he got better, but he still wasn't the same guy. He, like he he just lost the step. It seems like whatever it like he just has lost the step um, over these last couple of over these last couple of years and and this past you know this year's playoffs they're playing uh, excuse me shoot they're playing the Celtics and. When they need him, he he doesn't show up. He showed up in in game two, and then was a no show in in the next game. Then shows up again, and it's a no show again. It's like you just need him when you need him the most. He hasn't been able to show up. So I don't know if he's gonna maybe outside of Houston. I don't know if he's gonna go anywhere and get the money that he's looking to potentially get. Once again, I think kind of the same thing with Chris Paul. I think it comes down to. Maybe not so much his role. I think James Harden is still a starter in the NBA. But does he want to contend? Or is he worried about getting his money? Which one is it? Do you want to compete for a championship? Or do you want to just go get your money? If you go get your money, you can go anywhere. If you want to go get your money, you can go anywhere. But if you're trying to contend for a championship, I think those options are going to be limited, especially when it comes down to the money piece. So it's, it's up to him. I truly don't know what his market looks like because if I'm a if I'm a GM, I'm, co- I'm seriously questioning it. What is he going to give us when it comes to playoff time? Because he has not shown up big in the playoffs. Really, I mean, man, I mean, really, even going back to OKC, ever, man, like um, ever, that, that final, yeah. I mean, I mean you, you talking about that finals? OKC in the heat. Like Ooh, he was he was he was you, almost like, non-existent. You bro. needed people forget like OKC won game one. I know. Oh, trust yeah. me, I know. Like yeah. they won game yeah. one. And actually he did their thing, but James Harden was that key piece and he just did not show up at all throughout that series. Then he goes to Houston. You have the lead against Golden State. And it was just him that couldn't hit shots, and then Chris Paul gets hurt. But James Harden, you're the guy on that basketball team. You don't show up, and and so on and so forth. You get to Brooklyn, and he was battling the hamstring, was back and forth for hurt. So it's just like it, it's. I don't know if I'm a contender team. He's not getting the super max. Um, we had to sit down at, across from each other and talk about the money and everything, but. It, it comes down to whether he wants to be on a contender team or if he just wants to get paid. So that's where I'm at with that. Yeah, um, I'm not sure exactly what what he has in store for him either, man, just because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't I don't I don't know. I I feel like he should honestly should try to run it back and stay stay there in Philly. That's what I, that's how I feel as well. That's how I feel as well. I think he should stay there in Philly, but I don't know if he wants to because I mean unless unless Daryl Morey is gonna pay him what he wants to pay him with, but but then it's it's like you said, man, so many times is year in and year out when we get to 
April and mm-hmm. May, we just he just fizzles out, bro. So I'm like, are you really wanting to pay a guy who just year in and year out just disappoints you every time we're getting ready for a big game in the playoffs? Like every yeah. like every time. <laughs> it, it hasn't been a time where it's kind of like he has a great yeah. game and then it's just like all right, he had, at least he had a great game, and maybe the others let him down. Like, nah, he's been a part of mm-hmm. that with them, a part of the letdown. So it's just, man, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what to do with that. But obviously his name is going to be big um, in, in the free agency. I'm assuming that – I don't know how long it takes for them for waivers to clear in the NBA, but I'm assuming that – the waiver list probably would clear for for Chris Paul for him ended up being a free agent. Okay. So I guess maybe name wise, those guys are going to be the two top. I guess as far as name wise, free agents. Because um, I'm honest, I'm not really sure about even who's all going to be free agents like that in this in this upcoming summer. So yeah. we'll see. And then obviously, there's the there's the rumors and talks going around with with Dame and if he's going to be in Portland and. That's a whole nother. <laughs> He's not a free agent, but and I know Dame is loyal. We don't have to get into it too much, but I gotta say this. Yeah, Portland needs to go and just let the man go, man. Just let him go, let him go. Like rebuild, let Dame go. Please, just let him go because y'all are holding that man hostage. He signed the extension. He signed the deal, so that's on him. But. What 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 moves are you going to make? You didn't get the number one, you know. You didn't get the number one pick. What moves are you going to make to be a contender in the West right now at this point with Denver, Phoenix, the Lakers, Golden State, Dallas, Memphis, the Sacramento Kings, uh, the Timberwolves? Like, what are you? How are you getting in the mix there? So please let Dame Dollar go. <laughs> uh, OKC with a whole bunch of picks they got. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's a it's a list so of teams. Please, I please, mean, please let him go. That's that's I've had to. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't I don't know, man. We'll we, we'll we'll see. But that's that's all right there for us. Like <laughs> serious basketball talk. Oh man, <laughs> man, off the court though. <laughs> our boy, man. Nah, that boy, ain't man. my boy, Zion man. Wilson, man. <laughs> no, that ain't my boy. Our boy Zion, man, is is has been in the headlines a lot <laughs> this past week. Um and it, and at first it started out okay, you know, obviously, you know, there's the picture floating around with him and um you know, I, I I and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I really just don't even know their names of who the name of who, you know, the baby mother is, man. But mm-hmm. so I'm not even yeah, trying to be disrespectful. I, don't know I just really yeah. don't know. Um, you know, the picture surface and everybody's like, man, congratulations, because we remember the last time we saw Zion with a female, you know, she was of another color. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, everybody was like, oh, man, that. Zion to beat the, 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 the beat the, the beat the milk allegations like he good. OK, so he he know what's going on. And then here is this other chick, I think uh, Mariah Mills or something like that, whatever. I think that's the name. Uh, like I said, I really don't. I pay attention, but I don't pay attention to this stuff, man. But just, I mean, a slur, a slur, just a rally of tweets. You would have thought she was running 
a a, a, a telethon Boy. or something for Zion, bro. Just just a ton of just a ton of tweets just about all the stuff that you know he said that he was on. Do and have her move to New Orleans and all this stuff like that, and all of a sudden now you know there's this kid, and now everybody's just like, "This is why Zion can't get back on the basketball court. <laughs> He's too busy dropping off money and laying up with you folks, man. That boy busy, man. That boy busy. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it's like I told you earlier. <laughs> I, I, I just got on Twitter one day and people were, you know, Zion's all over, all over my feet. I'm like, I, what, like, what's going on now? Like, is he like, I'm thinking it's something like you get hurt again or, you know, something, you know, along those lines. And then you see, uh, see everything going on. But then when I saw Stephen A say something about him, okay, I got to look up and see what's, what's going on. And then I, I see the tweet. That last name Mills, I, I see the tweet that she put out. I'm like, oh, that's that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. I don't know what the boy. I know, man. Look, I've said it before. I've said it before. I didn't think Zion was all that. I've argued with people saying that I don't think Zion is all that. Um, and the injuries have have plagued him. The Pelicans could be a the Pelicans could be in that conversation of one of the teams in the West if oh, he yeah, was healthy. Yeah. But it seems like he's been, yeah. like you said, a little preoccupied with telling people to move down to the Bayou and this and that, and and now he's got all this going on. Like Zion, Zion, you might want to go uh, go to the gym and just stay in the gym. Like leave everything else alone. Just sit down in the gym, my boy. Cause this right here, this ain't it. You, you, you making press for the wrong reasons, my guy. You got CJ McCullum sitting up on first take, and he just sitting there like, well, "What you want me to say?" <laughs> you better you know, hope Steve right. ask no what questions. You want me to I, say? I can't help you out, my guy. I can't help you. I see CJ McCullum on first take twice, and I'm just like, with all this going on, yeah, CJ, you might want to. Uh, Stop making appearances, This is the right time to be a New Orleans Pelican. So he's what you do is what you do. Your business is your business. You gotta be careful. This goes back to you gotta be careful with who you lay down with, dog. You gotta Man, be careful. At the end of the you day, you never know. You never know. She's putting a lot out there. She's put a lot out there. You got to be careful with who you lay down with, man. You have to. Please check the Carfax. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Bruh, it's just like what I've been saying, what I've been telling some folks when we talk about this, bruh. Am I surprised that all of this kind of going on? Yes. But no, because let's let's just be honest, bro. We we've seen some of the outfits <laughs> this man be putting on when he on the on the sidelines. <laughs> like, bro, I'm I'm seeing that and I'm like, 
Man, ain't nothing pee about Zion, bro. He is not. He, I'm like, he on. He is not moving right. I just know the minute somebody throw anything at this man, he going for it. He making it look too easy. He making it look too easy, dog. I'm like, hey, bro, you gotta, you gotta have some peace somewhere in you, bro. Some type of pee in you, bro. Like there is no way you, bro. I'm saying there's no way you, bro. There's no way. He he got a type, yeah, for sure. Cause they both built the mm-hmm. same way, bro. The, the 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 BBL is in effect. I'm like this this is yeah. just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, bro, he got a type, man. So I don't, I don't know. I peep what the Pelicans tried to do on their social media though with the little PR move, him having donating the little oh, money. Oh man, I think it was like <laughs> oh, two hundred fifty thousand dollars to uh to was that to a boys yeah, and yeah, girls yeah. club or something to like throw that, it, man. I'm throw like, off, okay. throw off the on this trail, nah, bro. I see nah. what y'all trying to. I see what y'all nah. trying to do, but them it ain't really working. On that, they still hot on that trail, oh my god. <laughs> that, that it ain't working, bro. It's, it's, it's not that ain't enough. We still on his head, people. All. Honestly, yeah, it's it's bad Nothing. on Twitter. Twitter, Twitter. I'm gonna tell you, for anything like that to happen, if you're a celebrity, if anything like that happens, Twitter is the worst place for you to be. Don't you just log off? Just log off Twitter because you are going to uh, barbecue. Getting barbecue. Please, like, just let it be about the game. It's just going to be about the game. You can cook me about coaching decisions, whatever it is. I get to that point. You cook me about that. Anything else? Because that's yeah. bad enough. Anything else? It's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. They, I'm talking about people don't let over. up. And it, and it happens so fast. It happens so fast. Bro, and it's, and it's, and it's so bad because, like, you got him now with this going on, and then obviously what Javarant got going on. So now they just they just clowning the, the whole, whole class, that, that, <laughs> that whole cold draft class. Um, RJ Barrett catching strays and he ain't even he did nothing. Nothing to deserve. <laughs> I saw I saw a post. I saw a post this shit that said gunshots, back shots. And bad shots. Talk about RJ Barrett, bro. They just RJ Barrett out here catching strays, and he ain't even did nothing. He probably the most model citizen out of the top three right now. Played okay throughout the like. He actually didn't play that like, bad. <laughs> he didn't play that bad. I saw a post, a little thirty for thirty, like a little preview, thirty for thirty. John Zion. That Johns and Buns. <laughs> that junk is wild. <laughs> that junk right there, wild, bro. I was like, oh, you have no remorse. Getting off, no remorse. Getting man. off is is bad. Don't care. You have bro. no remorse. They don't so, care, bro. I hope Zion can figure it out. Get all of that stuff. It'll it'll end eventually, and that stuff will be all good. It, it's just you just got to be careful. You got to be careful with with who you do and who you do it with. Who you do and who you do with. Yeah, for for sure. You he you gotta be gotta be more selective, man, and anything like that. And everything, you know. Just gotta be more selective, man. So that's you got that going on. And then finally, I don't know if anybody saw it or if you seen it, but a picture <laughs> uh a posted on uh social media with 
the one aforementioned Ben Simmons. <clears throat> apparently, apparently back in the gym working, getting 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 the workout in and everything like that. Are you buying it, bro? Like, wasn't it a couple summers ago where we got some pictures and videos of Ben Simmons in the gym as well, working, and him saying his jump shot was going to be better? Facts. And he came out and he still went shooting Facts. the ball. And he still went shooting better? All right. That's how I feel about it. That's it. I don't. Show me all the pictures that you want, bro. And I have nothing against Ben Simmons. Like, go and work out and do what you're supposed to do, do what you feel like you need to do. Got showed on the court. Is he really all right? Is he really working out though? Oh, do I think it, the picture was photoshopped to me. Just saying, man. I don't know. That was saying, man. You know, you know, folks is creative now, bro. I mean, he, he was yoked up on that picture, and I don't. I mean, for sure. Now, granted, I mean, he has some time to get right because you know he has some time to get right. But to me, even if he is, even if he is working out. Which I wouldn't doubt. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it, but you still gotta do it on the basketball court. And as as good as he could be, he's not. He's just not. And people people question some of his toughness and, and, and things like that, but he hasn't shown it on the court yet. So he can be big as big as Shaq if you want to. If you don't go out there on the court <laughs> and do nothing about it, it don't matter. He's just gonna be a he's gonna be matter. a big point guard. That's it. So he might not want to get too big either. I want to chill out, but slowly slow your roll. But yeah, you know, show it on the basketball court, bro. That's it. You show it on the court, people stop talking about you. That's it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Yeah, I ain't really got much to say behind that either. That's I got to see it to believe it first. That's really all I got to say on there, too. I got to see it to believe it. Man, as we get ready here to wrap up another episode, man, you got any um anything you want to say to the people, bro? Continue um, to stay safe. Continue to um, do whatever it is that you do at the highest level. Continue to um, stay healthy, you know, all those, all those different things. Take care of yourself uh, mentally, physically, all, you know, all that good stuff. Um. Yeah, man, that's that's really it. Watch who you lay down with. Watch it. Watch it. People are crazy. Real talk. I know we were kind of joking and stuff earlier, but people are crazy, man. For real, like you got to watch who you. And that's just not about. That's not just not just in that aspect. Just in general, like you got to watch who you yep. are hanging around with who you giving your time to, your energy to. Like you got to be wary of that stuff because. It can drain you, and in the long run, it, it could affect you um, in a negative way. So, real talk: be careful with who you who you associate yourself with and, and hanging out with, and all that type of stuff. But um, Zion. Outside of that, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, uh, man. Same for me, bro. Nothing really changed. Just yeah, continue to protect yourselves. Just, yeah, for sure, be careful out here, man. Always keep those eyes dotted, those T's crossed. Um, man, shout out to everybody who, you know, that's, that's listening in, that's, that's been subscribing to, uh, you know, to the podcast, to the YouTube channel. Uh, man, we can, we greatly appreciate that support. Continue to support us. 
Um, we 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 very much uh, appreciate it, uh, man. Uh, just continue to follow, you know, on the social media, on our Twitter, on our Instagram. Uh, like I said, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, man, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. Uh, no means no. No means no. You know, uh, it's, a, it's a summertime out here. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and this is this is for us just because of, you know, being in black Greek letter organizations. I believe it's AGP going on this week. Yes. Um, so- I heard they broke the gate. I heard they yeah. broke the gate and some, and there's been some shooting. Yeah. They wilding down there. Just y'all be careful out there. You know what I'm saying? Y'all they be careful out there. there, man. Just y'all, y'all be careful out there, man. Um side note. If you've been in, and I mean when I say in, I'm talking about in your respective sorority fraternity, mm-hmm. and you've been in for at least five years or older, stop going to AGP. Why are you there? Bro, let the bro, let the nah, man, let the young guns have it. I don't care if you cross grad chapter. Like to like, I don't know, and I don't know what the weekend line like. Not even to like the like they like the if they have like some older parties or whatever, like some if stuff like that. If they got some older parties, if they got some older parties, stuff like that. But you just talk about like, bro, if we if you talking about you just you you chilling at the you you up there at Morris Brown, bro, chilling. Where they haven't been before? I don't know. I feel like if you haven't been before, and if you're going to maybe some twenty five and up stuff, I feel you might be alright. Maybe. Okay, I'll say this. I'll say this. If you if you haven't ever been to AGP before, I don't think it mm. hurts for you to go. Um, just because I, I do feel like that's one thing on a I would say like on your on your on your Greek yeah. book list to go to. Uh I think if you've never been, then sure, I think it, at some point you try to yeah. go ahead and now, like go. for me, like I haven't I haven't um, been. Do I plan on going? No. But I haven't but I haven't been. But I don't plan on yeah, going. Yeah. So I, I went. I went once. I enjoyed yeah. myself. I would never go again, though. I feel I'm it. like I now. I never go again. It was just you know what I'm saying. It's just. Nah, I do feel you. If, if it can, it can be a lot. Oh, this is my fourth year. Hey, bro, go, go sit down. Hang it up. <laughs> hang it. Go up. sit down. <laughs> hang it up. Please, please okay. hang it it's up. Okay. <laughs> it's right, right, hey, bro. You, you not missing nothing. You not missing nothing, bro. Like. Just, just <laughs> calm down. Chill, you chill my boy. Mean, chill. Please, please chill. But I mean, other than that, man, just for sure, protect ourselves out here, man. Um, like I say, just continue mm-hmm. to support um, the podcast through however you support it, man. We really appreciate it. Um, and man, I think that's 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 really all I got to say on that, man. So uh, until the next time, man. This has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.